time can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like and week one, they're, they're not bad. Week two was flawless. So they're yeah, they're 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 good. All right, it's yeah. been about ten minutes. So let's get it started. Let's start the show. This is if I had an intro, I'd hit the intro button. We'd have a really <laughs> cool intro, like backyard stuff and number signs and footballs and stuff. But we don't. We're low. We're low budget. <laughs> low budget. Low, low, low budget team. <laughs> so the fact that I got a green screen behind me with a, a thing uh, and it was free, so this is the best you get. <laughs> Yeah, so, exactly. Hey, but we got a nice ticker on the bottom. We, we got do. our, we got our the ticker follow yeah. us on Twitter, Twitter follow and Instagram. Twitter, Instagram. Give us a follow. We're fun to follow. We got funny content on top of that. Right. Knowledgeable things. Knowledgeable things. All right. 15 and 5 against his friend last two weeks, just saying. Yep. So uh, today's first segment is we are welcoming back Scott. We have missed Scott. Uh, if anybody doesn't know if you're a new follower or if this is you're hearing it for the first time two years from now because you stumbled upon it accidentally and you love us, uh, and then you just started listening to all of our pods and you love it. Scott lives in Florida, and Florida, uh, for the people in the future, uh, got hit by a hurricane uh, the last month, and they have been out of it. So Scott has been going through it just trying to figure out life right now. Um, but he has not lost his uh, passion to watch football any way he can. And so, but he is back. It's our first time. So we're going to welcome him back. So everyone round of applause, me and the fake people. Scott is back. So welcome back, Scott. The floor is yours. You. My brother. I, uh, you know, football is such a big part of my life that, uh, I was going out to the bars on my Saturdays and Sundays that were able to have cable and, you know, cell phone connection to watch games. And during the Alabama Tennessee game, um, actually was, it was obviously Saturday, you know, late afternoon, early nighttime at like halftime of that game. Uh, my dad texted me, said that our cable and internet was back on at, uh, at their house, which is where I was staying because like my place got flooded. And I literally tabbed out and I drove home immediately so I could put on, not only put on that game with, we did have the sound on at the bar, which was nice um, for that Alabama uh, Tennessee game. I was sitting with an Alabama fan. So I was low key, like afraid to root for Tennessee because like nice guy, very knowledgeable with football. You can root um, for like, I, I didn't want to root for Tennessee, but he was like a realist and like a real good fan. So like, I was like, Hey, like, I'm going home like we have a playoff game against uh, – thank you, thank you. Welcome back. Appreciate it. Welcome back. Uh, but I was like we had, a, we had a, a Guardians-Yankees game on that we needed to to watch at home. Like, unfortunately, I should have stayed at, at the bar because Bob Costas is just the worst person to listen to commentate a game. Yeah. Like, so I should have stayed at the bar, but it was, it was nice to uh, – to get uh, that back so I could watch, you know, NFL Sunday coming up because disaster on Thursday night. I'm watching, um, God, what what game was that? That um, oh, that was the that was was that a Bears game on Thursday night? That uh, was, uh, no, it had been a Bronco. Yeah. Was it? Was it the yeah, there was a Bronco, but there I think there was a Bears game on. Was it Bears Vikings? No, because no. it would have been entertaining. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there was it a was the, it was the what did the commanders? Yes, it was the commanders game. Oh my god, it was it, it was, was so terrible. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think wasn't it Commanders Bears? Yeah, because it was the it was the uh pardon my take game. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, it was Bears Commanders, and it was yep. the worst thing you could I'm do. watching it on my phone. Um like we didn't have internet, so I'm sitting at the window seal um with my phone out there trying to get signal like it just pixelated like i'm just listening to it basically like yeah. disaster so but it's okay i'm alive things <laughs> can be reported we have football uh so we can enough about me let's go into football recap let's go into it. week eight recap week eight recap so um week eight week eight was for me it was really nice to have uh from emotional high Tennessee over Alabama, smoking cigars in the garage, holding this little one when we kicked that field goal. It was just a family moment, just something just going to be a core memory for life, right, mm -hmm. to having just playing UT Martin, right? So it was a yeah. very subtle, easy week for me. Um, but there's still some good football on. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of good games, a lot of players, a lot of teams that actually separated themselves in contention and a lot of people mm -hmm. that were fakes, AKA Ole Miss, Ole Miss, we can grow up at the Ole Miss LSU game. They, for the first Wait, four, they, I mean, I know it was in Death Valley. Florida was coming off of a big win against, uh, not Florida, LSU was coming off of a big win against Florida the previous week. Um, and then previously they got, you know, derailed by Tennessee. So that was a big game for them. And then, they continued that momentum heading into Death Valley against Lane Kiffin, which, you know, they were seventh in the nation at the time, uh, top scoring offense in the nation. They still are, but they just – they looked like they had no clue what to do in the second half. Like it was 17 – I think it got to a 17-all or something like that. And then LSU, I guess they built – they got some confidence from somewhere, some – Voodoo swamp. It, it just got it just got it just got dark there in Death Valley, and like they just yeah. play so much better in the dark. Absolutely, and they just took over. And like I think what happened really was Jaden Daniels got confidence because they were mm -hmm. throwing the ball to Butte, and he showed spurts of the reason why he's one of the best wide receivers in the nation. And Ole Miss had nothing for it. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't defensively. They couldn't stop uh, Daniels from actually, you know, looking at his guys. Oh, they're not open. I'm going to take off and get a first down. So mm -hmm. he looked really good. Ole Miss, they were just exposed. And uh, they have their hardest part of their – for them, Ole Miss has a very hard end-of-the-year schedule. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you play in the Egg Bowl, but that's not easy against Mississippi State. And then they, have, they still have to play – Texas A&M at Texas A&M, I believe, and they still got to play uh, um, Alabama. Yep. So uh, Old Miss, Old Miss uh, minus two and a half this week is one of my plays. I do like them coming back this week. Yeah. Uh, on a bounce back, minus two and a half was is is on the card for Saturday. One of my favorite favorites. Yeah, they have. I mean, they're still a good ball club, and I trust Lane Kiffin. They, they give him the bounce back. Yeah. So, yeah, that Texas A&M game. Their Texas A&M is – we can talk a whole show about how bad that is. 
<laughs> yeah, that that's ugly as hell. How um, one thing I do want to address on uh, last Saturday is the absolute pathetic uh, display of whatever you want to call that college tradition that they do in in Clemson of storming the field against yeah, that was Wake Forest. Like, like that yeah. is the most pathetic thing ever, and it's actually um. It's actually a tradition that's been in place since like 2003. Clemson rushes the field every home victory. So like you can rush the field whenever you want. So yeah. it, it it makes that made no sense to me, but whatever. It's a, if it's a yeah, it, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a tradition. So it's it, to me it's absolutely pathetic and it's it's a sign of being a loser. And like they said that you can either like you can get on the field either way. If I'm getting on the field, I'm 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 racing Dabo down the hill. Yeah, I want I want him you mean. because because he thinks that like he's like the fastest guy ever, like running down that hill. I know, right? And I want I want to let him know that like I'm quicker. So I'm quicker. I want him. <laughs> yeah, I, we can t- we can go into that one then. Uh, we talked Ole Miss, LSU. Syracuse, Clemson, like it or not. Yeah, yeah it was against Syracuse. Yeah, like, yeah, like Syracuse it or not. Syracuse will never be Clemson. If that game was played in, in the Carrier Dome, I believe Clemson would have got been upset. Yeah. I feel like. um, Syracuse played a hell of a game. Tip my hat to Syracuse. They are a legit ACC team. They will finish yeah. second in that division. Uh, they will stay ranked inside the top 15, I believe, the rest of the year. I don't see them losing anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. They will be a New Year's Six or a New Year's Day bowl game type t- uh, team. The only issue is, is they lost to Clemson. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it for their season. Like, that's we, and that's we going to write them it. off. Like, yeah. They could We can hit on Clemson all we want. But they've beaten – they, they get it done. They've beaten every ranked team they're supposed to beat, and they're going to stay in the top five all year. Yep. And they're just waiting their time until Michigan plays Ohio State, Georgia plays Tennessee, Alabama plays LSU. They're just, they're just buying their time so they can be number four. Yep. That's it. They're not going to be anything higher, just number four. And I can't. we can't be mad at them. Like their depth, their depth chart is just as talented as everybody else's. They have dudes. They have dudes everywhere in that locker room. You look, that's a dude. That's a dude. That's a dude. Dabo's still recruiting at a high level, and they're still winning every game that's on their schedule. Yeah, so, and that's all they can and, do. Even though it's a weak conference, like weak conference, and everyone doesn't like them because they keep winning, and they're boring. <laughs> they're boring to watch. Yeah. I, I was helping uh, I was helping a friend move on Saturday uh, during that game. Um, did DJ get hurt or did he get benched? He got benched. So they okay. They I thought DJ he got benched. Someone said he got got hurt, and I was like, yeah, they no, took DJ he... out and put in the uh, the freshman to give him oh. a spark, kind of like how they put in Trevor Lawrence with back in the day. Um, yeah. It didn't really put a spark in him at all. Um, yeah, I mean, they kind of got bailed out by a late penalty. That uh, I will comment on the Syracuse. Penalty. Yeah, Syracuse kind of screwed themselves. Like, yeah. didn't they get a stop on like third and fifteen, and like 
It was a they, penalty. They it was a pass yeah, interference. Yeah, it was a penalty for like – They threw it oh, deep. Oh, I thought it was roughing the passer. It was a pass interference, third 15. They went deep to the end zone. The safety or the corner, I can't remember, came over the back, but he didn't like hold on. Like normally when they go over the back for the ball, like they hold on to the hip mm-hmm. or the shoulder pad. The dude just jumped and went for the ball, which you can and he mm. played the ball. He didn't hit the guy previous or anything like that. So it was to me, it was a homer call because okay. the ACC can't because the ACC can't afford to have they can't afford to have Clemson lose because then they won't get anybody in the playoffs. Very true. Like so that's their, their one. Favorite. That's a lot of money. So I'm like, eh, they're probably like, <laughs> I know. It's crazy, man. So that was another one. Um, Oklahoma State, Texas. That was a, a really good game. Yeah, that was just lots of excitement, like all around. Yeah, that was an exciting game just because Oklahoma State needed a a comeback after an emotional loss to Tex to TCU. Mm-hmm. And that was a good game. Like TCU and Oklahoma State to me are like they're neck and neck. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? uh, TCU's got a better offense. Oklahoma State's got a a good offense or defense is worth obviously their uh, their bread and butter, but yep. that was a good win to get that at home. Texas was a hot Texas coming in with Quinn Ewers. Um, to get that home was a was a definitely um, to get that to get to win that game was definitely a, a momentum booster for them because they still have to play um, Oklahoma. They still got to play uh, Texas, I believe Texas Tech. Kansas State, so it's you know they have a lot on their plate too. So yeah, uh, and TCU had that big win against Kansas State, yeah, um, too, which kind of kind of sucks for K State because they're pretty pretty electric, but they didn't score a point in the second half, and you know they can't can't win like that in the Big Twelve. No, and I believe I believe TCU is proving week in and week out (laughs) that if you just hurt the other team's quarterback, you win the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, is there going to be some bounty investigations going on? I, don't, here? They, like, well, I mean, it seems like it every close game, some quarterback gets mm-hmm. hurt. No, I think yeah. it's just luck that they're doing it. Yeah, they're no, it's, it's just coincidence. Playing none, none of them have been, have been cruel and like dirty hits and worthy yeah. of a targeting call. So, like, it's just what it is. Um, and we had some stinkers on our. Uh, on our games, I mean, I know you touched on it. You guys played UT Martin after Alabama, which totally fine, totally respectable. Like, it evens Perfect. out. And then uh, Ohio State, like, it, it's funny. Like, I was talking to my dad about it, and he's like, you know, Ohio State looked like shit, and they won 54 to 10. Like, they 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 literally put up, like, and I was like, really? I was like, yeah, they, they won by seven touchdowns. He's like, yeah, they kind of looked like shit. And I was like, yeah, but that's the thing, like, they looked like shit, and they won by seven touchdowns. Like they didn't give up an offensive touchdown. It was ten. I mean, these are also nooners, and so like that mm. game was ten to seventeen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then Iowa attempted a fake punt, which was the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so bad. That was yeah. so bad. They attempted the fake punt, and then that was it. But yeah. Uh. I think, to be honest with you, I do have a future. Um, not a lot of money on it. I think it's like 15, 20 bucks, but I have a future on CJ Stroud winning the Heisman. So that's kind of cool. That's um, a good future, though. So, well, it looks it looks pretty good right now. 
Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, it, it it depends on what you do in in big games. And honestly, we've had like one big game this year, and it hasn't even it hasn't even been a you know a good game because it was Notre Dame. So I was gonna roll into um the week nine preview and roll into hey Ohio State's got a big game like do you yeah. want to try and save uh save the game for for Jake to be here do we want to do some some week uh week nine preview before we start is, bench put to the portal is Jake is he available can he come in uh status update if he's at the link he can come in yeah Just ask them for the the update. Yeah. Um, because if not, we can roll into like the we preview can... of uh of week nine, which sure. you know, starting at, at yeah. noon. I have a weird question. This this Ohio State Penn State game for like the last like five, six years, I feel like has been a nighttime game in you know Columbus or Happy Valley. Oh, yeah, it's and it's like a, it's like a whiteout all the time. Actually, last year. For this game, we were in Disneyland and we were at the Halloween party um, at Boogie Boogie Bash. Yes. Uh, I know that you have like a weird like memory of like all games, like all big we games were. that you were. That was a fun day. You can remember oh. where you are at for like Tennessee, like big games, and like yeah. I just do that with Ohio State too. So I'm that sure was a that, fun like, day. That was a great. Remember. Yeah, that was fun because like we could. Yeah, that was fun. Nine in the morning having a game start was awesome. Like that. Yeah, that was, that was electric. Like, we rolled um, over at like 5.45 to crack beers to like watch college game day. Like, uh, just Pat McAfee at 6. I love it. It was like amazing. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> so weird though, like because we're, you know, I mean, we've both been on the East Coast our whole entire life. So it's just weird going over there and like the slate starts so early, but it's so like electric. I think my favorite part about that, I know we're just rambling on. I think my favorite part about that is when the um, when the night games start, it's 7 p.m. There. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it, 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 it's also one of, like, the weirdest things ever because, like, and, you know, we'll, we'll touch on this when we go to Vegas, like, uh, in the spring. Uh, but at nighttime, like, when you're in the casino, like, the sports books are like empty by like 10 30 p.m. there. It's so weird because there's like there's nothing to watch. It's like okay, like 10 o'clock, like the sports books are like dead. And I'm like, oh like what's going on here? And I like look up expecting to see like Lakers, Clippers, and it's like 32 seconds left in the game and like, yeah. like, like there's nothing going on. Yeah. I was go like, oh, what do we do? Like, do I do I spend more money at the slot machine or like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any props to bet on. Like, like all the shows are over. Like everything's done. Yeah, yeah. it's like what's what's going on here? So yeah. that's like the one weird part, especially like you know you want to be out and like doing stuff in Vegas. Yeah, you don't want to do dumb stuff. Like you want to have fun. Um, yeah. So Penn State, Ohio State kicks us off on a on a pretty solid slate. We got one. Noon. We didn't cover one game from last week. UCLA, Oregon. Which one? Oh yeah, that yeah. that was a very big letdown. Like very I had big. high hopes for for Chip Kelly to come I back. Was, um, I was riding that Kelly train. Woo woo, man! I was like, yeah, dude, we got derailed. Oh, man, 
they're playing good defense, which they are, and they're not still a bad team. They just mm-hmm. ran into Bo Nix and Otson. <laughs> That's it's like, are, are we, you know, we said that Bo Nix, like, just, you know, has like three or four games like a he's year. Like, dude, he's been balling all year. Like, is Every it, is it time to stop the slander? I feel, what is it? He's Bo's having fun. That's what everyone's saying. So, if Bo's having fun and this is what he's supposed to look like, good for him. Um, yeah. I feel like they've proven Oregon has proven enough on the slate. They still have a few more games left that are pretty decent. They've proven enough on the slate since that Georgia game. They're definitely the me right now, the comeback team of the year because mm-hmm. everyone was so high and on, oh my God, Georgia's so good. This Georgia is good, but they just had a bad first game. I feel like if yeah. they if they played right now, like week nine, it would be a completely different game. Yeah, no, I I agree, yeah. and they're they're rolling they're rolling up. I mean, UCLA was no slouch at number nine. No, were, no, no you're they're a legit top fifteen team. Oregon's the legit top ten team. Just because yeah. Mark Mario Cristobal left didn't mean the transfer portal kids left. Like they stayed. Yeah, and they got a great quarterback. So, all right, uh, best adult dating site. Thank you, Biz. <laughs> Appreciate the comments. Put that up there. Best adult dating site. There we go. I don't know if anyone needs a link. (laughs) If everyone needs the link, there it is. That's so random. Oh, it came from YouTube. Well, at least people on YouTube watching us. All right. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Let's go into week nine. Week nine. We got a good slate this week. Yeah. Um, Want to start us off, bud? Yeah, I mean, we open up with a, a great game for some reason. That's at noon. Um, Why? Like, it, it, it does not make any sense to me. How does the um, number two team in the nation don't get a night game? Yeah. Yeah, they, it, it's so weird, like, how, they, how they've how been for these games on the network. Um, I don't think that we should have to cover the Thursday games tomorrow. Um Wazoo is is a covering machine, so you know Utah like seven, that, and half, seven Wazoo. Um, the uh, Wazoo plays good football. Utah, yeah, they do. They're fun to watch. I mean, they're, they're yeah, I think great. Wazoo covers that one at home. I feel like yeah, they're like Utah machine. wins, but Yazoo Wazoo uh, keeps it within seven. Always keeps it close. Yeah. My stuff is. Virginia Tech, NC State, NC State will cover that. That's way too easy. Virginia Tech's yeah. horrible. They're year one with a new coach. Yeah, it's yeah. not ideal right now. And it's sad too because that when that place is popping, it's awesome. Yeah, that that like that entrance is just entrance. I mean, when they keep like their fan base is very electric. Once yeah. they get it going, like they still sell out that game. Like I mean, there's gonna be. If this game was played in in uh, Blattsburg, there would still be eighty thousand people there on mm-hmm. Saturday. And there's not one. There's nothing to do. Two, they're very loyal. So, and they also understand where the state of the program is. So, no one's like bashing anything. So, yeah. absolutely. All right. So, that first game, Ohio State, Penn State. This one, I don't know why it's a nooner. I don't understand why this. Why can't Fox? That's Ohio State played Iowa last week at noon. 
the previous week, uh, Michigan played at noon. Like, why are the top th- four teams in the nation getting noon games on Fox? What's up? Yeah. It's it, it, it's sad. Like, I and I I do love Gus Johnson on the call. Yeah, and Joel Klatt, like big 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 electricity guys. Like, so much fun to legit just listen to them. Like, Absolutely. even if it's not your team, they're they're so great. But you know what they're talking um, about. Yeah, Penn State just they they struggle so much to one stop the run and two score points. So. Um, I don't think Ohio State should have any problems in this game, but um, they always, you know, Penn State always does play us tough, and especially in Happy Valley. If it was a night game, I would be scared. But since it's a noon game, like 15 and a half might be a little bit too much, but I think uh, I think it's uh, it should be an easy layup for Ohio State this week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're obviously a homer. Yeah, well, but the, the like, defense I, just looks so much better this year. Like, like last week they didn't give up a touchdown to Iowa, which isn't saying much, but like yeah. we always give up touchdowns like to shitty Penn, teams. Penn State against Minnesota. Um, did you check that? Did you watch any of that game last week? Uh, I saw a very small part of it. They pretty much stopped the boat from rowing. Yeah, <laughs> so they came yeah. out and played their best ball last week too. Um, I feel like they they played Michigan. They played a team of, of caliber. They got beat. That mm-hmm. puts a bad taste in your mouth. It's good to lose early, right? Yeah. Which this is technically still early. We're I'm only halfway through the season, like barely there. Like we just got past halfway mark. So I, James Franklin needs a win. No, oh, <laughs> my God, saying, so he needs a win bad. He's not going to get it this year, but this game to me is going to be entertaining. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Penn State, their players coming off a loss this is a huge game, massive game for them. Sold out, wide out, noon. Weather is going to be beautiful. Um, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm excited for this one at noon for sure. Yeah. Ohio State wins. I don't know if I don't know if they cover or not. Their offense is electric. It's amazing. But they also haven't played anybody like Penn State all year. Mm-hmm. We thought Notre Dame was like, oh, Notre Dame top 15, top maybe top 10. They're completely wrong on that one. But yeah. we know Penn State, they've proven themselves. They went down to Auburn, even though Auburn sucks. They went down to Auburn. They beat Auburn easily, handedly. They've handed everybody what they needed. They played Michigan. They got their teeth kicked in. As a player, as a former player, I know what that means. You know, that means everything else here on out is business. It's serious. You're going to give your all. Their coaches right now are telling them this week, Ohio State's going to steal your girl. They're going to steal your mom. They're going to steal everybody. They're going to come in here this wide out and turn it into a a, 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 a scarlet and silver. What are y'all called? Scarlet and gray. Yeah, they're gonna take it. They're gonna take this place from you. They're telling them right now. Everybody, even the ball, even the ball boys, water boys, are saying to the players. So they will be up for this one. Yep. They have to play a perfect game to lose close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great. Um, not too many other noon games. TCU West Virginia. Don't really have to talk much about that. Uh, Notre Dame Syracuse is kind of enticing because, good lord, Marcus Freeman needs a win. But they're, they're in Syracuse, and 
I just I don't know, man. Yeah, the, Syracuse is not losing that actually two and a half. That game two and a half. Syracuse at home. That they sell out the their tiny little dome. It only sits like yeah. twenty thousand people, but it's loud. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna have a shit two and a half. I'm gonna honestly that might be my lock. <laughs> yeah. That's too easy, Vegas. What are you doing? I mean, uh, maybe they know something we don't. Um, so clearly, they, they've called everybody they know uh, to figure <laughs> this one out. So, but no, Syracuse, uh, Syracuse with one leg can beat uh, Notre Dame this year at home. They're just a really good, solid, balanced team. They proved that last week, uh, going down to Clemson and giving Clemson everything they could take. So, yep. yeah. All right. So the Speaking three CBN. Ratty lines, that's that's what this is. So this game opened up Georgia being favored by 15 and a half, and mm-hmm. it's moved to Georgia to 22 and a half. Like, there's not a single person on this world and planet that thinks that Florida has a chance in this game and all the money is going on on mm-hmm. Georgia. Like, they can't make this line big enough, apparently. Like, if you got Georgia at 15 and a half, good for you. Yeah, good for you early on. If it moved that much, that's crazy. I feel yeah, like definitely. this game, I don't care. It doesn't matter the, the record. You, I think if you look at the last 10 games, um, this game, I think Florida still takes the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And Florida's had worse teams than Georgia. In, exactly. In, it's, it's such a rat it, line. I, I, I would, yeah. This game, three touchdowns plus. I wouldn't even touch this game, but it's gonna be fun to watch because if Florida actually does, huh? The over is fifty six and a half. That's that's enticing. Because Georgia can score, but they've never played. Georgia hasn't played anybody since Oregon, and that was we already talked. Oregon, that was a first week Oregon team. Yeah, exactly. They struggled against Missouri. All the way to four minutes ago in the game, like they try to get the ball of their tight ends. They're like, that's their weapons. They're tight ends. They're tight ends. They're tight ends. Well, if you can't, if you cover the tight ends who are slow, and Stetson Bennett is not on it, you know, it's not like Ford's got it's got Ford's got athletes, and they're yeah. going to go for it on fourth down. They're going to do exactly what they did against us the Tennessee game. They're going to go for it if it's fourth and one. Bet your ass. Anthony Richardson's getting that that queen. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna put the shoulder down. Yeah, if the, it, Billy Napier is literally this year, he is gambling every every drive. Yeah, with with, with a four and three record right now, like you nothing know, to lose. Yeah, you got nothing to lose now. Like, you might as well go for some jugulars. Like, play, that play point, if, you're, if if you're playing loose, playing nothing mm-hmm. to lose with the Anthony Richardson that you can get. They're in the Tennessee game. I feel like yeah. Florida, if Florida keeps this game close until, you know, eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and they start believing, well, we could get this upset. Because mm-hmm. Is it a nightmare for the college football playoff scenario for Florida to win this game? Absolutely. Because where's right, Florida so go? Should it's I root for Florida? To go? Every, everybody's wanting Georgia in that, uh, that Tennessee game next week. Mm-hmm. Money's on that one. That's a big one versus three. Ooh, looks good. But if Florida – where does Georgia go if they lose to Florida, even if it's by like a field goal? Yeah. They're at, They're definitely out of the top four. 
out of the top four, at least. Yeah, so it would be, you know, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Alabama, Alabama, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. That would be a fucking disaster. Yeah. Two Big Ten and two two SEC teams. That is a fucking nightmare scenario. <laughs> it's that's stupid. Oh, uh, chaos, man, chaos. And, and and then Clemson just sitting there going, "Well, we'll be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Let me in. Let me in." <laughs> yeah, that's oh crazy. man. Um, on paper, oh, are, we, are we still done with the? Uh, yeah, I, I don't have any more on Florida Georgia besides. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm rooting for chaos. Jordan, I, I want it. I want to I, I want to see it. I love it. I uh, As a fan in the East with a team in contention, I'm like, oh, yeah. But yeah. Georgia, I feel like Georgia's going to be the matchup. I feel like Georgia, if they play their game, they can win this game. But, um, but don't be surprised. Florida got nothing to lose, man. There ain't yeah, nothing yeah. scarier than a Gator on the loose. <laughs> you got that right. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go. We're going down to Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Yeah, I, I just don't think uh, Oregon Cal really deserves much attention. No, no, no. Oregon, Oregon will steamroll Cal. So, see you in Berkeley. Like, I won't even tune into that one. Like, I'll see the highlights. Yeah, that'll be that's that game will be like forty points. Bo Nix will have. Four touchdowns by halftime. There's a reason that the game lowest ticket price is thirty dollars. Yep. Oak State, Kansas State. This one right here. This one right here. This is a trap. Yeah, Oak State defense. Yeah. This is this is this, this is has got a little bit of trap written on when, it. When you open up the the college football library, the book dictionary, and you go to trap, this is what comes up because you got emotional win emotional loss emotional win then you're going to can then you're going to uh, manhattan kansas middle of nowhere you're like i'm about to go give these purple wildcats our you know our very best they're like iowa kansas kansas state's literally the iowa of the big 10 of the big 12 and you do not want to play them there coach back in the day when coach Snyder was there Coach Snyder would have them play in the best defense, running the most boring pro style, fullback offense, power eye. But this is not your sister, brothers, cousins, Kansas in the past. They got Adrian Martinez now. They're running that zone spread stuff. They're running multiple different sets, and they're playing good defense. So yeah. watch out. That's why it's one and a half. Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, this was one and a half. Like Kansas State played a great game at TCU last week. Yeah, they played a great game at TCU. So this is, if you're just a fan of college football, this is going to have, um, it's going to have all the things you love. It's going to have defense. It's going to have the high scoring. It's going to have explosive plays. Um, it's got two quarterbacks who can just straight up sling and run. So it's going to be mm-hmm. fun. It's going to be a fun one. I'm excited. Yeah, that's 3.30 on Fox for everyone keeping track at home. So, My friend AJ from Fort Myers. AJ, shout out. He said uh, more reasons to expand the playoffs when we were talking about the Georgia-Florida. Yeah, uh, 
There's I, our boy AJ. I, Say hey, AJ. We, we are Hi, pro AJ. football uh, playoff expansion. Uh, the home game, the the ability to have the home game to me is just electric. Like on campus playoff game, like that's just uh, so electric to me. And think of and think about like the and think about like the money. Alabama going to Ohio State like in the first round, like oh, yeah. disaster. Think about think about the week twenty degrees. Think of the week before that, like yeah. how much, like like how much revenue is coming to the local businesses. Yep. Like that to me, it's more than just the it's game. Like everything. Yeah, everybody wins, man. Like. Oh, you know what? I mean, if you get goosebumps thinking about like the twelve game playoff in a few years, yeah. If you got to take Tennessee uh, and UT Martin off the schedule for it, so be it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. With we it. just don't, we don't need that. Like, we don't need those. I play Vanderbilt. I'm okay. I got one. Yeah, exactly. Like we have our we have our beat the shit out of team games. Like, yeah. like we yeah. have those on the schedule already. Hundred percent. I don't need a UT Martin. Like, yeah, take it off. Exactly. So, <laughs> all right, all right. So pro expansion here. Moving on, week nine preview. Uh, I don't – these don't – yeah, Illinois-Nebraska doesn't deserve a lot of attention, but Illinois is a solid team, so, you know, credit to where it's due. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably get smacked in the Big Ten title game, but, hey, they're they're they pretty awesome. The story. They, they won their side. Yeah, um, exactly, Rick. Good for that. Can we just give it? Can we talk about Illinois? Not a lot of people. Not the media is really not giving a lot of love. But year two, Coach Belima, rolling. He yeah. He knows how to succeed in the Big Ten. He did it Wisconsin. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, he knows what he he's got doing. Him. He got himself Chase Brown, a good running back. That kid is good. Mm-hmm. He's got a good beefy offensive line. Yeah, he's I was gonna say like he knows how to recruit an offensive line. So yeah. like. They're gonna compete like as mm-hmm. long as he has a good offensive line. Like, anyone playing yeah. quarterback, like I will they'll be good for a little bit. I will say this Nebraska is coming off of two big ten wins. Yeah. I know they have weren't the best teams, but they were still big ten wins and they were with uh what by one point or two point, whatever. Scott Frost couldn't do that in five years and they did it. Yep. So, uh, this one seven and a half. If Illinois doesn't, it's in the like. I think this game is almost sold out for Nebraska. Like on our on our page, I had a Nebraska fan hit me up when we did the um, when I posted something uh, the bowl game or the mm-hmm. tier level, and I had Nebraska in the dumpster. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, "Excuse me, we've come off of two to two games or whatever, and we've won." I'm like, "We're still dumpster." Like obviously he was super passionate and said, if y'all win the next game, which was the Rutgers game, I'll move you to awful, not dumpster. And then <laughs> awful. I, I made I'm a promise. I came they won, they came through. Yeah. So um kudos to them. They're playing with confidence, they're having fun, and uh we'll yeah, see needs, what a, they needs do. a refresh. Yeah. We'll see what happens after the season. Yeah, I think it'll be um, a game. so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, another 330 game, which is going to be electric here in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. Cincinnati versus UCF. UCF favored by one and a half in the bounce house, 330. Sun's been setting a little early. Mm-hmm. Might, get, might get loud down there in Orlando. 
Oh, they're already. I follow UCF. Is I follow their pages. They're already got the tilt. They're ready. They're already they're, playing. They're ready. This game is perfect at three thirty. Um, it's yep, pretty much if Cincinnati wins, they're going to be in. If there's nothing else stopping Cincinnati the rest of the year, they'll be in uh, Nat Large yeah, year sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty much Cincinnati's last chance to get a, a prime game for the year. Um, and the rest are just going to be on like, you know, new new games yeah. <laughs> at ESPN Plus, and they're just going to. Uh, so they're pretty good. Cincinnati's pretty good. UCF really uh, under underwhelmed last week playing Eastern Carolina. Eastern Carolina, it's hard to beat Eastern Carolina at Eastern Carolina. I've mm-hmm. noticed that. Um, I really thought they were going to go in into that game and beat them pretty good. And uh, Eastern Carolina had different had different plans. UCF is still a good, good ball club with, a uh, with Plumlee as their quarterback. Still, it, he's not bad. Um, Gus Malzahn's going to have these guys ready to play this game. And uh, I know Cincinnati's going to have their guys ready. So it's another, it's a really good game. Like Scott said, one and a half means just a flip of a coin. Um, the difference in this game is really going to be probably special teams. Um, both both uh, both teams play solid defense. Both teams can score. It's going to come down to a block punt or or a fumble or something like that. That's really going to be the difference in this game. I feel like it's two good evenly matched up teams in that in that conference. So in um, the bounce house, it's it's electric. If you've ever seen what they do in their you know their fans, that stadium's going to fall apart. Yeah, it's it's it holds what thirty thousand total. But it gets really loud for thirty thousand, and they bounce around. They have a good time. It's one of those small schools that has a really great atmosphere for college football. Um, so, be a, that's going to be a good one. Next primetime game, are you, you want to South Carolina, Missouri? Yeah, no thanks. No thanks, Missouri, <laughs> South Carolina. Even though it's four and a half, I think it's on four. to seven o'clock. <laughs> yes, yeah, on to seven. Uh, first game up, it's uh, the old bourbon barrel bowl, beer barrel bowl, uh, which they used to call it. They don't can't they got rid of it and starts. I I think they need to bring it back. The Kentucky Tennessee beer barrel. It yeah, was this, it was a beer barrel. It was a barrel in the middle was white, top was blue, bottom was orange. It was awesome. Like yeah. I don't know what I call it like the. The spirits of the state bowl game because you got bourbon with Kentucky bourbon, Tennessee whiskey. I gotta you can't yep. call it whiskey or beer, you know, whatever. But call it like the spirit spirit barrel of the states or something. I don't know. Do that. Make it fun again. Um, do two great two great offenses like like Kentucky's five and two record looks uglier than you know what they actually put on the field. Um, Obviously, Tennessee riding the high of the the just, Bama victory. Just the just all the I ask for is to stay focused. Like, don't make this a letdown game and no. and be looking forward. Like, that's really all I can ask for. And I'm sure that that's the same yeah. thing that you're thinking of. Preview preview of this game is this: even if Kentucky plays their best game offensively. And they get and Tennessee gets one stop. There's no way Kentucky's offense can keep up with how fast Tennessee scores. 
Mm-hmm. Like Will Levis has to play a perfect game like Anthony Richardson did. He's got no turnovers. He's got to be able to uh, on command run and convert first downs with his legs. Uh, Carlos uh, uh, Rogers has to get the ball 25 to 30 times and get three and a half yards per carry. Tennessee's run defense is one of the best in the country right now. Like their top, their 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 starting seven, it's been electric since the Pittsburgh game when they allowed those two long runs. They fixed that. We're talking like Kentucky's got to come down to Knoxville, sold out seven o'clock game. Like how they got 128 decibels during the Alabama game. Yeah. There's going to be no blue in that stadium. Their fans were talking so much trash all before the year started. It's been crickets. Yep. Crickets. They know they're they they know that they are pretty much fucked coming down to Knoxville. Like, Heupel has those guys. This is not a trap. A lot. I've I've been reading a lot of media guys, um, just looking for clickbait this week, talking about Tennessee. You know, trying to focus on Alabama or not Alabama, Georgia, and like they're looking ahead, and it's like, don't look ahead. It's like, have you listened to Heupel all year? Literally, the mm-hmm. man's like, every play, every down, we look at that. We don't look ahead, like, and I believe it. So he's got these guys gamed up. Also, Tennessee's wearing black? The dark oh, mode? They, they, they're wearing black? The dark note, yeah, they're wearing dark mode. So it's called, they're calling it the Nightmare and Neyland. Okay, well, Tennessee minus 12 and a half. Please add it to the card. You got to see the union. So last year, there were the dark modes. It was just the tops and the bottoms. We didn't have the helmets yet. So they finished that. We have the helmets now. Oh, yeah. Tennessee minus 12 and a half is the mortal lock of the week. Mortal lock. Yeah, lock me in. Yeah, yeah. UT's going to – they're going to come out and – First of all, Kentucky's been a whole us in our last 15 years, which is the worst 15 years of the program. They've mm-hmm. only beaten us twice. <laughs> one, one was when Jared Gantana threw three pick sixes. Okay, yeah, like bad other, memory. Yeah, and the other was like a, a Dooley when Derek Dooley was there, and mm-hmm. they just beat us because it was like a 63 to 60 game. Mm-hmm. Like Butch Jones beat them. <laughs> yeah, that's when you yeah. know it's bad. Like I knew last year, so I know we're talking UT Kentucky. I'm a Tennessee fan, but last year when we beat them in in Lexington, beat them, and it was just a back and forth game, firepower, firepower, firepower. Um, I was like, if we beat them here right now, this is literally the the fork in the road for the programs. Because if Tennessee mm-hmm. beats you at home. With their with year one with Hypo, don't give him a year two because you ain't gonna be able to keep up. Mm-hmm. And he were at year two, they beat they we beat them in a great game, uh, one of their best teams they've had, and it's it's literally the separation starting to happen. And so, and they hate us because we beat them in basketball too. So that's another reason why. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> that's where the rivalry really comes from is basketball. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but that yeah. one, that one's. Look, I don't, I don't look at Kentucky uh, lightly. They're going to come out and play. They're very well defensively, very well talented. But with the black unis, with a sold out game, seven o'clock. God forbid, 
uh, God forbid we have to replace another field goal. But uh, <laughs> UT four and one in the uh, in Black the kids, dark. Yeah. I, so I, first, I love it. Love that stat. Throw first that one time, up. Yep. Good good stat, Candace. Throw that out there. Yeah. I, I love that. Four and yeah. one in the in the black kids. What was the loss by chance? Do do we know that one off the top of the head? The black kids? I don't think so. I don't know. If it's Alabama, I don't count it. It wasn't Bama. They were I don't know. I don't. I think we're. I think we're undefeated, Candace, in the Black Kids. Gray, we've lost one. It was a Florida game. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Like we, could be undefeated. We beat South Carolina when Lane Kiffin gave us black uniforms in 2009, which was a surprise. No one knew about it. They came out of the tunnel in black uniforms. People lost their mind. Yeah, like, no one knew about it. This was like before, like Twitter was like crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just hush hush. Um, uh, last year, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> we're only two. We only won twice. Two and zero, oh, Candace. You're thinking of the grays. You might have the grays in there. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. of the grays, probably. So uh, if you add the black, the dark mode, and the smoky mode, smoky kids, yeah. we are four and one because we did lose the four okay. ones. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All uh, right. It's, we it's wanna, still gonna be fun to watch as a fan. A fan of yeah. the sport, number three night team in the nation. It's going to be fun uh, to watch yeah. that one for sure. All right, next next game, seven thirty, Michigan State, Michigan. Big yeah, brother. before before we do that, I just want a quick note on USC. I uh, just want to go on record. I think USC is going to be like dangerously like potentially there's like a doomsday scenario that they get in this year, but I think that USC is the most dangerous to win the title next year. Oh yeah. I just want that on record that that they're going to be in the playoff next year. Like four team, like they're going to be there. Year, year two with a transfer portal, they're going to get so many dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And they already have some. So like, I think they're dangerous next year. So good for them. Like fourteen dollars if you want to go see USC Arizona in Tucson. So. In Tucson, big yeah, big yeah. Tucson city. Have good fun. Yeah, go get a burrito. Go watch the game. Take the whole. Family. I hear Arizona is awesome. Arizona is awesome. I love Arizona. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Michigan State Michigan, huge game. God, Michigan State three and four, not good. You could throw out records in this game. You could throw everything yeah. out the window. It's which is why throw it out. The the, the dudeest dirty dog of the week is Michigan State plus twenty two and a half. It has moved to twenty three. Yeah, so I will take, I will take it at twenty three. So I'll take it twenty three. Yeah, I don't I don't care. I need I need a history lesson with uh, the Michigan State Michigan game. And I'm going to try to look that up right now. Um, how many of these games recently have been decided by three touchdowns? Like, it's not many, right? Mm-mm, not at all. Johan, I will talk I will talk my watching history of this game. Um, okay. First thing that comes to mind, punt. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the first thing that I think when of every that, time. When the, when the punt, when the fake – it was a fake. No, it was not a fake punt. He just 
moved out of the way because they, they sent an all-out punt. And the dude, the punter just was like, ah, F it. <laughs> and threw it back to the like the Michigan guy. Like that that Michigan team was actually good. <laughs> and Michigan yeah. State was, it was like a regular coach, uh regular like eight and eight Michigan State team or whatever, not eight and eight, but like six and six. They had no yeah. business being in that game, and they were in that game. <laughs> And this game doesn't, uh, and then home away doesn't even matter. Now Michigan no, State plays them better at Michigan State, but they can mm-hmm. go to they can go to the big house and give them everything they want. Yeah, let's see. Uh, in in uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan State won 2020, 2017 they won there, uh, 2015 they won in there, um, to 2010. And uh, by the way, uh, for that stat. Um, only two times in the past 10 years has it been decided by more than uh, more than 21 points. We have 2014, Michigan State won 35 to 11, and then 2019, Michigan won 44 to 10. Other than that, it's been it's been close. Last year, 37, 33, 2020, 27, 24, 2018, 21 to 7, 2017, 14 to 10, 32, 23. 27 23 29 to 6 12 to 10 28 to 14 34 to 17 22 and a half might be a lock it might be yeah. a lock that's that's crazy that is a uh, that's high right there for sure yeah that's like like you said i mean obviously mel tucker and them are just not having a good time at all yeah. like this year no. but, you know this is a game where you know you kind of your guys gotta gotta show up, and you know everything's off the table. It's it's rivalry week, like it's in state. Like this game is huge, and I just don't see a way that uh, Michigan State doesn't like keep it close. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Michigan's they're such a good team, and um, they're they're really really well coach um this season on the defensive side of the ball um so like it's hard it's hard to like say that because i can't stand michigan um yeah yeah it, it's hard to remove the bias and like say that but i will say that they're them defensively is what scares me offensively like i just don't see like besides the ability to run the ball which i mean ohio state struggles on defense with everything like last year but this year like with Knowles, like i think that we won't have a test until that michigan game like even the penn state offense isn't that great so like I think that that's going to be a huge test. Luckily, it's at home, and it's obviously a nooner. So um, I think that plays into a good good fact for us later down the road. But yeah. Michigan's uh, Michigan's ability to run the ball is is very, very scary. Yes. But the best Michigan teams have always been able to run the ball. Yep. they've. I, I can't even recount, like, how many in my lifetime from – remembering college football since like 98 to now Michigan, the best Michigan teams have always been able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's who, is their, the, who is with Chad Henney. Huh? Who was their running back when Chad Henney was, it was um, 
uh, oh my god, he's a little guy. Yes. I forgot his name. If Addison was here, he would tell us. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's his name? It's uh, Hart. Oh, uh, was Mike Hart? No. I thought so. Is it? Uh, look, look it up. Look it up. Yeah. It's like Joe Rogan. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I remember, I, and Chad Henney was probably one of the better. Uh, Chad Henney was solid, man. Yeah, he yeah, was solid. one of the better Michigan yeah. quarterbacks um, there. So let's see, his senior year. Jesus Christ. Literally, we were talking. Yeah, Mike Hart. Yeah, Mike Hart. Jeez. That's a win for me. Yeah, that's it. That's a hell of a. That's a hell like of a cool. little guy. His name was like I remember, remember his name being short. Mike Hart, dude. That was that. Yeah. That offense was fun, mm -hmm. and they probably had. Yeah, they, I believe they had some uh, some wide receivers too that were in the league at the time. They did have Jake Long on that team his senior yeah. year. Hemingway, remember? Yeah, uh, Hemingway, Hemingway was good. That Michigan, that era right there, that was a good four years right there. Yeah, that was like, God, yeah, Mike Hart was a dude. Dude rushed for, dude, he rushed for 1,500 yards in 2006. Really? 14 touchdowns his junior and senior year. That's insane. So it's insane. Was really good. Like, yeah, and that was, like you said, that was one of the best Michigan teams that we've seen, and they could run the ball. Yeah. That was like the last time that Michigan was good, to be honest with you, right? Yeah, because then from 08 to pretty much like, 28, 2018, Michigan mm -hmm. State won that game uh, uh, one, two, like eight, six times, seven, seven, eight, eight times. Yeah, eight times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, nice school. <laughs> they also had they also had you know uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> It's the legend of Kirk Cousins yeah, and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that was a, that was that was a good good time. A good time for Michigan State fans. Who is um, um, the other running back that I just loved at uh, Michigan State? L.J. Scott. Oh my yeah, god, he was Scott, yeah. dude, he would like he was Le'Veon Bell. Like I thought he was the next Le'Veon Bell in the league. I was like I was like dying for teams to draft this guy. Like you would thought that I was a Michigan State fan. Like I just love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if anybody hates them more than you do, Michigan State does. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, hopefully Michigan State can keep it close, but I think uh, Michigan is definitely going to be winning that game. Um, Michigan's going to uh, Michigan's going to win the game. Michigan State to cover. That's all we need. Yep, I got all the faith in the world that the history of this game is going to predicate and make it a good yep. game. Um, just one of those like little brother, big brother kind of games. So, uh, but uh, if Michigan does, you know, win the Samley, it's good. It's, mm -hmm. it's because they are number four in the nation. So they're good. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's rapid fire these uh, last three games while well, Stanford UCLA is the, the late game at 10 30. Um, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. By a million. North Carolina, not really interested in the ACC network. Uh, but Ole Miss, Texas A&M, I do like Ole Miss minus the two and a half. 
on the bounce back game. Jimbo is a freaking mess, as we touched on a little bit earlier. Mess. Like that hole is just being dug bigger and bigger. Um, the, the fact that the, if it is true that they had freshman players smoking weed before the game, like it, it's ugly. That tells you everything you need to know about how he controls him and him and his coaches control that locker room. Yeah, and there, there's none. And this goes back to the FSU days. Like this, this is yeah. Jameis, Jameis Winston jumping up and yelling "fucker" right in the pussy, and then yeah, like, like him coming out no, in his pads no, no. like to practice before the game. Like yeah, to no go through warm up. Like, yeah, there's none. And yeah. the amount of kids that he recruited, like he he recruited uh, Mario Pender um, out of uh, out of Cape Fort Myers area. That kid was a godsend, but he he had a lot of problems. Um, with uh, the law and like uh, abuse, alleged alleged abuse issues, and mm-hmm. Jimbo brought him in, and he was like talking about how good he was, and then he got like a citation, and then he got like another like charge on him, and it was just like Jimbo just doesn't know how to control guys, and uh, it's gonna spiral fast, and Texas A and M's gonna look stupid for it. He, the fact that he didn't play the freshman uh, Wegman two weeks ago. And and played uh, what Ham Haynes King more, and went with that. Showed me more than I need. I everything I need to know. He he yep. wants to run his offense. He wants to run whatever he wants to run, and that just doesn't work. If you got guys who can run a different offense, freaking run that offense. You have talent. Every which way you look in that locker room. So I'm a big, I'm a big component of you play to your strengths. And if their strengths saying, hey, let's run the ball, then run the ball. But mm-hmm. if Haynes King is not your if he's a game manager at best, you should know that by now. Yep. Like so he's put himself in this mess. And I just I hate I hate it because uh, we our friend Isaac's a Tammy fan, big Tammy fan, which is great. And they're just wasting that talented defense this year. Yeah, like those are the very talented defense. They got freshmen. They got do you got studs everywhere you look in that locker room, and they better yeah. fix it. They better do something because uh, I'm telling you this word right now: Texas will be in the SEC and Oklahoma either next year or the previous year, not 25, but they might be there next year. This offseason is going to get crazy. Yep. Like, come January, come January, these offseason talks, there will be some buyouts. Yep. And I believe there will – because they canceled. What happened, Tennessee had a home-and-home home with Oklahoma in 24 and 25, and they canceled the game. Uh, Georgia had a home-and-home home with Texas starting next year. They canceled the game. Wow. Why do you cancel the game? Mm-hmm. Because transition, I believe. And then next year, BYU, UCF, Houston, and I think another team are heading into the Big 12. Why are they heading into the Big 12? And they haven't scheduled. The new schedules have already come out. They haven't scheduled the Texas game. They haven't scheduled that. So there's a lot to come from that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, a lot, a lot going on. Wow. Um, do you want to jump to the NFL real quick? 